So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. Oh, so this episode is going to be about intermittent or intermittent fasting. Fucking great if the intro is working. <laughs> and with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast. And I'm pretty fucking pumped to be here. I, as always, have to do some things. I just have to plug in my TV so that I'm a little bit brighter. I could do it beforehand, but I don't do it. Don't ask why. Really don't. <laughs> I've actually, just before this episode, I thought like, you know... Should I do it before? Should I just, you know, make the effort and do it? And yeah, you know, I came to the conclusion, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know. It is what it is. But yeah, um, because yesterday we've actually finished the healthy eating article from the James Clay website as well. Uh, the same website we are on right now. Um, we are going ahead with some health shit, some, some health tips, some health articles, you know, I would say, and yeah, I know today is going to be about, as you've heard in the intro already, intermittent fasting, because, you know, some of it is very interesting to me, and I guess also to some other people, and I also assume that, you know, as it is actually the case for me, a lot of people don't know what it actually is, I only know that it is somehow like, okay, you fast up to eight hours a day or something, it is just fasting, you know, it, it really is, and it seems to work, it seems to be good, it seems to be good for people that want to lose weight and whatsoever. So it's, you know, it seems to be quite a great thing. But I don't know a lot about it. And this is then the case, uh, and or this is the reason why, you know, I'm willing to go through this one with you. So yeah, um, as I know myself, there's nothing working. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing working. <laughs> but yeah, there it is. So the beginner's guide to intermittent I always just have troubles with the word. So, the beginner's guide to intermittent fasting, uh, which is by James Clear, um, and also from the jamesclear.com website, which is an amazing website if you're looking for great articles. You know, only great art articles on you know self-development, self-help, uh, motivation, discipline, and all these just really great topics, you know, at least at my point of view. But it is a really great website, and you know this is one of the websites that I'm really going to um, going to suggest. I think just you know until I die, basically, or just you know if there is some change in the website or some change in the articles, I might not. But you know if it's gonna stay like this, I guess it's always gonna be just a really really great website, at least for me. So yeah, uh, the beginner's guide. So I have been intermittent fasting for over one year. I skip breakfast each day and eat two meals, the first, the first around 1 p.m. and the second around 8 p.m. Then I fast for 16 hours until I start eating again the next day at 1 p.m. Surprisingly, since I've started intermittent fasting, I've increased muscle mass up to 10 pounds from 205 to 215 pounds. Decreased body fats down 3% from 14% to 11%, which actually is significant change, you know. It might seem to be only 3%, it might just seem to be just, yeah, pretty 
slow and or pretty small change. But in fact, if I know or if I remember correctly or if I just know it correctly, it is just decent change. It really is. Uh, increased explosiveness sets a personal best with a clean and jerk off. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> so decreased body fat, blah, blah, blah. Increased explosiveness set a personal best with a clean and jerk off 253 pounds a few months back. And decreased the amount of time I've spent training down from 7.5 hours per week to 2.5 hours per week, which is quite nothing. Like it's it's more than one hour a day, you know, which was the actual initial point. And now it is just, well, two times a week. Actually, three times a week. Let's say three times a week. So in other words, I'm stronger, leaner, and more explosive, even though I go to the gym less and eat less. Which is something very interesting for me, because, you know, for me, it has always been just uh, some struggle with actually gaining weight because I'm naturally pretty skinny. You know, this is what I am. And, you know, as I've started to just work out, it got better. I'm just hungry all the fucking time, which is good for me. You know, not for everybody. For me, it is somehow good. Um, but still, I'm pretty skinny. You know, I build up some muscle, muscle mass. And, you know, I don't know what I just kind of complain or something. I just build something. I really did. But, you know, it could be more. And I assume that it could be more by, by me just eating more, for example, or by me just trying to intermittent fast. Could also work for me. I don't know. Um, I will talk about it in the last episode as well. And they have been talking about it in a way that basically says that it should not work for me. Because the thing with intermittent fasting is that, well, um, because he's basically only consuming, if I'm just getting this correctly, he's consuming two meals a day. One at 1 p.m., 1 p.m., and one at 8 p.m., um, which is definitely not as much as three meals or even more what I'm actually eating. You know, I'm having my three meals a day, breakfast, uh, when it's noon, and then in the evening I'm eating once again. And in between those times I'm actually eating also some fruits or some nuts or whatever day. You know, I'm basically eating all the fucking time and I'm hungry all the fucking time. Which is fucked up sometimes, especially when I'm, you know, at somebody other places, at somebody's place or somebody's other place. Well, never mind. And, you know, not everyone has so much fucking to eat as I'm having at home. And then it just really creates a little bit just insane and crazy and fucked up because then I'm pretty much not able to just, yeah, get filled or to feel filled because, you know, I don't want to eat all the fucking food there is, you know. Um, which is a problem sometimes, but um, you know, only because there are only two two meals, you actually have to consume all your fucking calories with those two meals, which could be just a really problematic thing for some people, and also I guess for me, because for sure some people just like to eat more often, but you know, just less amount of calories or less amount of food actually as well. You know, they do not want to have such a fucking mountain of of food on their table, on their plates, they just, you know, want to eat often, but just small portions. And I think that's totally okay. But then, you know, this is something that wouldn't work with intermittent fasting, because it is only a few meals. One meal, two meals, three meals. But yeah, you know. Ah, uh, no, wrong. 
Um, but nevertheless, or anyways, actually, nevertheless is the wrong one. Anyways, I'm really interested in this, and maybe I'm even trying it out. I know, uh, and also just something that comes to my mind is that some people actually get a lot of pleasure from eating. And for those people, it would also not be something like, yeah, you know, if eating something, if eating is something that you just so enjoy that you just need to do it, just, oh, you know, it just seems a little bit strange, but there, there is people, there are people that actually just get a lot of pleasure from eating. And I think that's okay. You know, that's totally fine. I guess this is also just some, some natural thing that happens because eating, of course, we just eat and um, there's nothing wrong about this. Um, I do just have to turn on the lights because it's getting pretty fucking dark here. Now my fucking light is on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess for some people it definitely might not be something and for some people it might totally be something. As quite always, you know, quite obviously. But yeah, so in other words, well, I've read this. So you may be wondering, how is this possible? Isn't skipping breakfast bad for you? Why would anyone fast for 16 hours every day? And what are the benefits? Is there any... Si is there any science behind this or are you just crazy? Is it dangerous? Slow down, friend. I've been known to, I've been known to do some crazy things, but this is totally legit. It's easy to implement into your lifestyle and there are tons of healthy benefits. In this post, I'm going to break down intermittent fasting and everything that goes within it. Or that goes with it, actually. Always nice if you can read. <laughs> those who read actually have an advantage over those who can't read. A free bonus because I'm just reading anything or everything there is. I created an intermittent fasting quick start guide with a summary of the end uh, of the benefits of intermittent fasting and three fasting schedules you can use depending on your goals. It's a quick five-page PDF you can save and reference later as you try this yourself. So click here to get the guide for free. So there's a link. So if you're interested in it, the uh, article is called The Beginner's Guide to Intermittent Fasting. Just, you know, check it out. It might also be in the description. I don't know. You know, normally I do just not put things into the description. I don't actually know why, because it would be just, you know, quite amazing for you, because you do not have to look it up yourself, and you know for sure that this is the post that I went through. So maybe I should actually start doing it more often. Or for sure. Um, but... But yeah, you know, and there's the link in there, you can get your free bonus or your free PDF. So what is intermittent fasting and why would you do it? By the way, you know, before I'm actually starting to, to read there, I guess fasting has always been a thing. And, and I've always been talking, I've also been talking about it in last day's episode. I totally believe that fasting is something that has always been a thing for human beings, you know. You know, whether it was because we had to, because there was not enough food for us to eat, or because we implemented it in our days, in our lives, in our religion, and in other things, or in our belief system, basically. But but I guess fasting is something that's pretty fucking old. You know, I really believe in it without knowing. You know, I don't know, but I assume, and I believe, and I guess. So, intermittent fasting is not a diet. It's a pattern of eating. It is a way of scheduling your meals so that you get the most out of them. Intermittent fasting doesn't change what you eat, it changes when you eat. Why is it worthwhile to change when you're eating? Well, most notably, it is a great way to get lean without going on a crazy diet or cutting your calorie calories down to nothing. 
In fact, most of the time you'll try to keep your cal calories the same when you start intermittent fasting. Most people eat bigger meals during a shorter time, shorter time frame. Additionally, intermittent fasting is a good way to keep muscle mass on while getting lean. And this is something that quite doesn't make any sense because, you know, you're eating less, you're training less and whatsoever, you must just lose a lot of lean muscle, which um, is, I guess, actually the case for me. You know, I do just lose a lot of muscle, I guess. You know, if I, if I actually would eat properly, I guess, I would just build so much muscle, you know, but I'm not doing it because it's, it's not natural for me and I, you know, I do not quite, quite want to force myself to eat, you know, such a lot. You know, especially with proteins, I'm, I'm just, just having a hard time because, you know, I'm definitely not eating enough. I'm really definitely not eating enough. You know, not enough as I should, actually. And, you know, well, and, and only because of the fact that it is the main source for you just, yeah, being able to build something, whether it is just muscle, but also other things, as I know. Well, you know, if you're not having it, then everything is quite fucked, to be honest. Let's actually put everything out there. I don't need you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, very interesting so far, at least in my point of view. I also hope that you're going to, or you are just finding it helpful and interesting and whatsoever, so that not only I am the only one that is finding it interesting. So yeah. Um, so with all that said, the main reason people try intermittent fasting is to lose weight. We will talk about how intermittent fasting leads to fat loss in a moment. Perhaps most importantly, intermittent fasting is one of the simplest strategies we have for taking bad weight off while keeping good weight on because it requires very little behavior change. It is a very good thing because it means intermittent fasting falls into the category of simple enough that you will actually do it but meaningful enough that it will actually make a difference, which is incredibly good because often like for sure you, well, for sure you can only drink water for a week. Basically, I guess it is possible, but it's gonna be fucking hard, and nobody is just willing to do it because it is fucking hard, and because it's really no fun. It is no fun. I haven't tried it, but I guess it, it is no fun because, like, yeah, you know, not eating something for a whole entire week, you know, sounds fucked up. It sounds shitty, and so on. But, but just you know, eating well uh, at other times so just changing the way or changing the time when you eat it sounds pretty good you know for sure you know if you hear fasting uh, it's not gonna gonna just sound as nice as okay change the time when you're eating because of course you know you're gonna have long periods of time where you're not eating something and it's gonna just well not it's, it's not gonna be so so well, nice, I guess. You know, even though, you know, if you think about it as, okay, you know, you have two meals a day and those meals are packed with fucking calories, then I guess it doesn't change anything, you know. But yeah. But fucking yeah. Um, where have I stopped? Um, so how does intermittent fasting work? So to understand how in intermittent fasting leads to a fat loss, we first need to understand the difference between the fat state and the fasted state. Your body is in a fat state when it is digested and absorbing food. When it is digesting and absorbing food. Typically the last four the last 
Typically, I'm very sorry, typically the fat state starts when you begin eating and lasts for 3 to 5 hours as your body digests and absorbs the food you, ate, you just ate. When you are in a fat state, it is very hard for your body to burn fat because your insulin levels are high. So, you know, so far, you know, this, this might mean, or this just means, okay, you know, if you, well, the best thing to do is just working out when you haven't eaten something for more than... Uh, uh, five hours, I guess. Yeah, it must be. Would make sense. At least. I know. Well, you know, sometimes I'm actually doing it this way that I'm, you know, when I'm heading to, to work out or something, or do some sports, you know, I do work out most of the time, do nothing else so far besides, you know, playing some soccer um, from time to time and I'm just, you know, going on a, some, some bike trip or something. But most often, you know, I do just eat something before I just, you know, do my work, which might be something that I should not be doing. And I think today I'm not going to be doing it. Some of the I've just, you know, thought that it would actually kind of, you know, not be good for me if I don't eat something before I work out. Because, you know, I thought like, okay, you know, especially when I'm eating some fruit, some, some quick sugars that are digested and get into my blood pretty quickly... I get more power and I get more, well, just strength and whatsoever. You know, I thought this way, but it seems to be the case, you know, as far as we've gone here, that it is not the case, so that I should actually not be doing it. But let's actually see along or see ahead or go ahead or what the fuck ever. <laughs> um, so after the time spent, your body goes into what is what is known as the post-absorption absorptive state, which is just a fancy way of saying that your body isn't processing anything. The post-absorptive state lasts until 8 to 12 hours after your last meal, which is when you enter the fasted state. It is much easier for your body to burn fat in the fasted state because your insulin levels are low. So it is much easier for your body to burn fat in the fasted state because your insulin levels are low. When you're in a fasted state, your body can burn fat that has been inaccessible during the fat state. Because we don't enter the fasted state until 12 hours after our last meal, it is rare that our bodies are in this fat-burning state. You know, it really is. Because, you know, if we think about it, like, okay, most people eat in the morning something, then 12 hours, and, well, let's say you're eating at 7 and 12 hours to then it would be 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah, it would be 6 p.m. Well, you know, uh, is it 6 p.m.? Yeah, it is 6 p.m. <laughs> and like, you know, up to 6 p.m., I guess everyone just eats something and then we just fucked it up again. So this is one of the reasons why many people who start intermittent fasting will lose fat without changing what they eat, how much they eat, or how often they exercise. Fasting puts your body in, in a fat-burning state that you rarely make it to during a normal eating schedule. What I'm asking myself right now is, who the fuck came to this conclusion? You know, who the fuck actually tried it out? Who the fuck just, you know, did the research? Who the fuck just made the study? Whatsoever. I hope he's also going to talk about that because, well, that, that's pretty just, I think, important. To just also be sure, okay, you know, James Clear knows what he's talking about and, and whatsoever. Um, the benefits of intermittent fasting. 
fat loss is great, but it isn't the only benefit of fasting. Point one. Intermittent fasting makes your day simpler. I am big on behavior change, simplicity, and reducing stress. Intermittent fasting provides additional simplicity to my life that I really enjoy. When I wake up, I don't worry about breakfast. I just grab a glass of water and start my day. And I totally believe that if I would be fasting, you know, if I would actually, yeah, if I would be fasting, I would definitely just drink way more than I'm drinking right now because I'm basically drinking nothing. I'm drinking absolutely nothing. Nothing, nothing. Like, I'm, I'm drinking anything, which is not good, which is really not good, and which is something that you should not be doing. You know, I'm doing it because it's, you know, me, I guess. But please don't do it. I guess it is not healthy. I guess it is not just the best thing you can do. It is just my natural state. You know, it seems to be the case. Um, my natural state is dehydrated. <laughs> I want to have a shirt with this, <laughs> actually. But uh, it is not good. It really is not. But, you know, if you're feeling hungry and if you've not been eating something and whatsoever, then, you know, I think chances are way higher that you're going to grab a glass of water and gulp it down so that you don't feel as hungry as you've been. At least this is what I'm doing, you know, when I've actually tried to fast a little bit. Actually, something that I've done yesterday as well to some degree. You know, I've... Well, you know, I've eaten, I think, at... And the last thing I've eaten was some some fruits at 7 p.m. or something. And, you know, even though I've eaten some fruits and whatsoever, um, after the last recording session that I had yesterday at 9 p.m., 8 p.m., something in between, I felt hungry. And then I said to myself, well, uh, maybe you should not eat something. Maybe you should just try to to not eat something and see what it's like to fast for a little bit. Which means, okay, I stood up today at 8 a.m. basically. I always just try to actually, you know, get up a little bit earlier, you know. But at the time it is a little bit just, well, a little bit more like, you know, I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> I'm simply, simply not just, I'm simply not doing it. I think I could, if I really wanted it to do and if it was just really something that also subconsciously is so important for me. I think it would definitely be able for me to do it. But you know, at the time I'm not quite doing it. Um which is not that good because you need sleep, I need sleep, everyone needs sleep. You know, but some people actually do not need as much sleep as, as some other people, you know, there's I think some rare condition where people only need like four hours of sleep. But I guess it's only one percent of the whole population of the world, so therefore Chances are there that somebody of you is actually having this kind of, well, I, I don't want to say illness, but, you know, I think condition is actually a good word to describe that. But, but yeah, um, let's see and go ahead. So, so I enjoy eating and I don't mind cooking, so eating three meals a day was never a hassle for me. However, intermittent fasting allows me to eat one less meal, which also means planning one less meal cooking one less meal and stressing about one less meal. It makes life a bit simpler and I like that. The second thing is intermittent fasting helps you live longer. Scientists have long known that restricting calories is a way of lengthening life. From a local standpoint, this makes sense. When you are starving, your body finds ways to extend your life. Yeah, makes sense. There is just one problem. Who wants to starve themselves in the name of living longer? <laughs> 
really is the case. You know, who the fuck is willing to do that? So I don't know about you, but I'm interested in enjoying a long life. And enjoying, enjoying is actually emphasized. Roughly uh, italic. But, you know, it's also a way to, to emphasize it or point it out, actually. So starving myself doesn't sound that appetizing. I think it's appetizing. So the good news is that intermittent fasting activates many of the same mechanisms for extending life as calorie restriction. In other words, you get the benefits of a longer life without the hassle of starving. And way back in 1945, it was discovered that intermittent fasting extended life in mice. So here's the study. More recently, this study found that alternate day intermittent fasting led I'm sorry, to longer lifespans. Which sounds pretty fucking great, I think, in my point of view. Uh, yeah, the third and I guess actually last point is intermittent fasting may reduce the risk of cancer. This is this is up for debate because there hasn't been a lot of research and experimentation done on the relationship between cancer and fasting. Early reports, however, look positive. This study of 10 cancer patients suggests that the side effects of chemotherapy may be diminished by fasting before treatment. This finding is also supported by another study which has used uh, alternate day fasting with cancer patients and concluded that fasting before chemo or chemotherapy, I guess, would result in better cure rates and fewer deaths. Finally, this comprehensive analysis of many studies on fasting and disease has concluded that fasting appears to not only reduce the risk of cancer, but also cardiovascular disease. Which is amazing, you know. The thing that I have to say there in terms of cancer is um, your carbohydrate intake is basically feeding the cancer. You know, at, at least as far as I know, at least as, as, you know, as far as I've actually uh, understood that which means that, that if you actually fast carbohydrates and of course all the other just you know she things like you know I think when you're having cancer I guess one of the best things you can do is just eating healthy air actually but okay uh, fasting carbohydrates is also a way because basically what you're then doing is starving the cancer or just letting the cancer starve because 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 the carbohydrate is actually feeding the cancer. And if you just cut out all the carbohydrates, then, well, there's nothing the cancer can just live from or can just, you know, exist from, you know, besides some, some things that I might not know that, well, just also plays into the whole equation there. But uh, it makes sense for me. It makes sense to actually not give the cancer the things he or she or it actually needs so that it fucking starts, so that it goes away. Because, you know, obviously chemotherapy fucks your whole entire body. You know, it, it not only destroys the cancer, it destroys fucking everything that is in your fucking body. Um, I don't know. I still believe that there might be something that is just, you know, working better. And I kind of feel like that, yeah, it is pretty much fucked up there, that there is nothing that, that really cures it just for sure. Because, you know, some people just well, don't respond to chemotherapy, you know, as good as other people do. And you know, some people just will, will feel just extremely bad because of it. And, you know, in the end, uh, nothing happened or nothing changed or nothing helped. Or it didn't help. 
So, so I don't know. I really hope that there's going to be just some research or there's going to be just more um, more scientists or more research on this particular thing because I really want cancer to not be a thing in, in 10 years. I really hope this, this is going to be the case because there are so many people that are dying off of cancer. It is just insane. I mean, it is just really, yeah, uh, fucked up. But yeah, um, I guess this is actually the end of the episode. And the episode has been pretty good. Um, another thing is, if I'm always just seeing and if I'm always just trying to see when an episode went good or didn't went good, I guess I always say, or I'm always going to say, okay, you know, this episode was somehow mediocre. It was okay, but it was nothing that's, you know, it was so incredibly great whatever but i think it was okay you know i'm, I'm still going to distribute it no matter what and, and this is very important in my point of view because okay for sure you can do something but if you're not distributing it well you know it is also some kind of selfish as seth Godin also was talking about it but yeah and i wish the best health all happiness and success and i also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you're going to be remembered so basically your legacy to be sad is that you're not going to make everyone happy and not everyone's going to like you so yeah, you know, don't just, you know, cripple yourself by this fact or by people not liking you because they just don't by default because of some stupid reasons, because of some facts, because of something. But yeah, um, I wish you the best. I see you and thank you very much for listening and or watching. I see you and I love you. And thanks again. Uh, bye, I guess, not something else. Bye.